What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up, guys and girls? Thank you for joining me on another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. So today we're going to be talking about routines, and I'm pretty sure I just turned my ringer off and the rings are still coming in, so that's always convenient. Anywho, today we're going to be talking about morning routines, how you can master your morning, and why it's so important that you do that. Um, One of the first things that I do with a client, um, depending on the client because it can be overwhelming. Um, joining a coaching program, you've got all this stuff that you got to learn. You got an app, you have a Facebook group. Um, if you're doing like fitness or if you're doing life coaching and fitness, you've got a lot of stuff to cover. And so I usually don't lay it on them right away the first week, but after they've gotten accustomed, they're acclimated, they're all in the, you know, in the program, in the mix, then we start setting up systems for success for them. And the very first way that I can instill that someone is going to be successful in my program, the very first way that I can make sure that someone is going to have their head screwed on tight when they start the day, the very the very best way to ensure that any of us are starting the our days right is to have a morning routine. Now, you may remember as a kid, if your parents ever woke you up from your dead sleep yelling or screaming or uh, reprimanding you about something, and it just, it, it set the tone for your day, right? Like now you're getting up and you're already mad. You wake up mad. Now you're getting up and you're, you know, you're frustrated and you're, 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 you're angry and you're slamming dishes when you're in the kitchen or you're just, you're grouchy. You go to school and you snap on your best friend or someone because you're already in a bad mood. Why? Because you started your day off in a panic and a stress mode. Now, for anyone that's listened to the podcast before, you've heard me hammer in how I don't recommend being on social media first thing in the morning. I don't recommend reading emails first thing in the morning. I don't recommend doing anything that is going to put your body into a stress state before you've even gotten a chance to like get your thoughts together and like really figure out like where you're at. Because the truth is, as I mentioned before, like your mind is most attentive first thing in the morning. Your mind is able to focus on so much more in the morning. So when you wake up your child or wake up yourself with stress in the atmosphere, it's terrible. Like it's just, it's it's not a good way to start your day. And you don't want to do that to your kids. You definitely don't want to do that to yourself. So let's talk about mastering our mornings. So number one, um, well, this isn't really a numbers thing, but still number one, success leaves trails. Which means if you want to know how to be successful at something, you should probably start walking in the path or behind someone that has already walked the road that you want to walk because they've literally paved the way for you because success leaves trails. That's why it's so hard for me to understand when I'm telling people what they need to do to find fulfillment in their life, to find fulfillment in their career. And I'm like, yeah, you got to you gotta step out of your comfort zone. You got to do A, B, C, and D. And they're like, yeah, no, that'll never work. And I'm like, I'm living proof that it works. 
So success leaves trails. I mean, granted, I'm not saying I'm the most successful person, but I'm literally um, just like anybody else who ever hated their job. And um, the thought of going to work gives you an, a, a panic or an anxiety attack or or you have to get a pen that you can hit while you're walking around work to keep your sanity or 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 you just have to drink on the job or even after the job or, you know, like anyone that has hated their job and, and was so miserable and and was like, I would do anything to, to change that. And I did. And it took a while and it was not easy and it was scary. And I did worry about being embarrassed the whole freaking time, but I was willing to risk that at the thought that things could get better. And you can do the same thing. But anywho, let me get into today's tips, guys. So success leaves trails. Um, if you think about it, any successful CEO, owner of a company, big head, somebody at the top, yeah, they might have inherited their wealth, but chances are they probably worked their asses off to get there. And they had daily disciplines and morning routines. The CEOs of, let's say, Samson, Apple, what else I got laying around here? Beats, Nike. These people didn't just wake up one day at the top of their company, at the top of their game. Somebody didn't just pick them out of the crowd and be like, hey, you know what? I bet he's got a good heart. Let's make it. No, like these people had serious skills, serious discipline and routines because that's part of success is, is finding a routine that sticks, but also being flexible. So anywho, these people made it to the top as a result of their hard work and their discipline. And if you lack discipline, if you're the type of person that would say, oh, I start fitness plans and I stop, or oh, I start this, but I can't stay on, start real simple, okay? Get out of the bed when the alarm goes off. Give yourself 10 seconds and then just get up out of the bed. Or when your alarm goes off, turn on the light if you've got a bed right beside you. Or when the alarm goes off, one of the first things I used to tell my clients and and new people to the group is put a ringtone on something that is happy so that when you wake up, you are awakened to happy music, not the doomsday "Eh, eh," music. Like nobody wants to hear that crap. Okay, it's the equivalent of your husband, your wife, your mom, somebody bursting through the door and yelling at you as soon as you wake up. Get that shit off your phone. Put on a happy song. If you have an iPhone, the way that you do this is you go in and you freaking, you go to settings, right? And then you go to, actually, you didn't have to do all that. You could just go and, um, sorry, go to the alarm thing on your phone. And when you go to alarm and you go to edit the alarm, you go to sound and you can choose waves and this is that. But then also, also you can go to the tone store or you can download purchase tones or you can pick a song from your Apple library that you have purchased. Yes. Put a happy song on your morning alarm. That's before we even get to your morning routine. That's just bare minimum. Put a happy freaking song on your ringtone. Okay. If you are taking notes, that's number one, replace the doomsday alarm, put a happy song on number two, um, make your bed when you get up. I don't care what's going on next. I don't care. Like I do that every morning. If I go to brush my teeth and pee and come back and my bed's not made, I'm making my bed immediately because Bonnie with an unmade bed was Bonnie who didn't care about her day and just didn't care about a lot of things. But me making my bed shows I'm ready for the day. I'm ready for success. I'm not about to get back in it. Let's fucking go. So get an alarm that makes you happy. Turn on the light immediately or count to 10 after your alarm's going off and then don't give yourself any more time. And and whatever whatever phrase or whatever word you need to hear to make you get up, you need to find one right effing now. I made one of my clients think of one yesterday. And if you're confused by what I'm talking about, here's an example. 
I was going through a rough patch a couple weeks ago and I was struggling to get out of bed at 4.15, 4.30, even 4.45. Like I just, I was not having it. And on one of my many, one of the days where I was just struggling, I decided, I started talking to myself, not negatively, but in a way that I knew would rub me the wrong right way. So I was laying there in bed. And I was like, dang, you're a lazy CEO. And I was like, I'm not lazy. I'm tired. I was like, do you think the CEOs of, of, and I started listing companies. I'm like, do you think they roll around in bed or do they get up and they get shit done? And I'm like, I guess they get it. I ain't no lazy CEO. So I got out of bed. That word lazy does not sit well with me because I have such a strong work ethic and and lazy is just not something that I want to be referred to as. So when I hear that, I don't say like, oh my God, you're lazy, you're disgusting. I'm just like, oh, you mad lazy. And I'm like, who's lazy? So then I get out of bed. For you, it might be like, if you're struggling to get out of bed to lose the weight and you're like, oh, this sucks waking up early. Yeah, but it also sucks being overweight and not being confident. It also sucks not loving what I look in the mirror. So which suck do I want? Something that's going to resonate with you that's going to get you out of bed. So those are your first two steps. Change your ringtone and get some sort of an anthem or a phrase that when you hear it, you will want to get out of bed. So that's just the first step, right? Then step two is making your bed every single morning. Get out of bed, make your bed. Get out of bed, make your bed. Why? Why is this so important, you ask? It's a very small routine that doesn't really mean anything, doesn't mean that you're more successful or less successful, but it will instill confidence in yourself that you can do something every day that's not required of you. Like, you know, of course you go to work, you gotta pay your bills, but here's something, one little small discipline that you can do every day that no one's forcing you to do. And so because now you've gained this confidence in your ability to show up for yourself for something small, Now you can add in the actual routine. So morning routines are always going to be unique to you. My morning routine does not look like so-and-so's morning routine. It's not going to look like so-and-so's routine. It's just they're always going to be different. So I need you guys to understand that, that your routine is going to be unique to what your goal, purpose, um, desired outcome is. I want to be a motivational speaker, so guess what? First thing in the morning, I go to YouTube and I and I hit motivational videos. I got playlists and you know they give me recommendations every morning and every morning I'm awakened by the voice of some powerful orator, that's a speaker, or some motivational speaker, whether it's Tony Robbins, whether it's Les Brown, whether it's Jim Rohn, whether it's Lisa Nichols, whether it is freaking whoever, like, they, oh, Eric Thomas, like, I'm hearing their voices every single morning as soon as I wake up. So if I do want to sleep in, if I do want to have a pity party, like, something one of them says is going to get me up and out of bed and ready for my day. So that's how I start my days. Um, followed by a whole bunch of other things. But before I overwhelm you with what my intricate morning routine looks like now, I want to take you back a whole year when I first started working with the the coach that changed my life that she has literally now hired me as her mindset coach. And it is such a freaking, such a humbling experience uh, to be on her team now. And she said, you know, what are you doing with your days? And I was like, I'm waking up between eight and 10. She's like, hmm, you're an entrepreneur and you wake up between eight and 10. And my mindset was like, yeah, that's why I work for myself so I can do what I want. And my business showed it. So one of the things that she helped me start doing was one, waking up early and two, implementing a morning routine. So when I first started, I didn't know what to do, but I knew that I needed something to help my mindset. 
and I knew I needed something to like calm me down because just the thought of doing work was overwhelming, especially work that didn't involve physical labor, which I could kick ass in. I could run circles around people in a restaurant with multiple floors. Like I was fast, I was strong, I could carry lots of plates, lots of trays, I could balance, I could do this. Like I, I'll run circles around people, but this sitting at the desk, staring at the screen, making like this is this is different and very draining. So I had to get my mindset ready for that sort of behavior. So I started off with a five by five. What is that? It's, it's, um, I chose five things that I could do every morning for five minutes. And one of them wasn't even five minutes, but I just needed something, you know, so it could fit my five by five. And, um, what's funny is I was flipping through one of my books that actually Amanda made me read. Uh, she was the second time I read that book, but anywho, inside here is my, um, this can't be this must have been my very first one one two three four okay so it was not five things it was only four things so the very first thing that I started doing morning routine pray start the day off with gratitude if you can't think of anything uh, start small like the fact that you opened your eyes so this is the very first step of my very first morning routine I put together pray Number two, Minute with Maxwell or Stephen Furtick while brushing teeth. So John Maxwell, if you are unaware, is a leadership guru. He started off as a pastor and kind of like me, like God told him like, hey, you could help so many more people if you take your gifts outside the church. And so now he helps businesses, corporations, uh, people like he is the man to go to. I even told you know, CityWalk when they were... God, City Walk used to kill me. Um, when I was working at Universal, I literally blurted out, like, y'all need to work on y'all's leadership. Y'all ever heard of John Maxwell? And sure enough, after one of the, like, the managers went to some kind of, like, leadership summit or meeting, they all got a gift bag. And guess what? A John Maxwell book was in there. Why? Because John, oh, you guys can't see it. I'm trying to show you one of his books. Because John Maxwell is the man. He is the man when it comes to leadership. So um, I subscribe to him and I get a, a morning video every day called A Minute with Maxwell, where he's giving me a quick little snippet of leadership, ethics, morals, and just how to be a better person. And if I don't listen to that, I'll listen to one of my uh, favorite pastors, Stephen Furtick, and watch him go ham for a little bit. So that was, it was one or the other. And then I would do what we call a mentor rehearsal. And if you are a life coaching client with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it's a little different than visualization, but I'm not going to get into that. But we'll just say visualization. So that was where I would close my eyes, imagine my goals coming true as if they already had them. And boom, that, that was very powerful for me. And then last but not least, move, stretch, do some mobility, squat, do something. So those were my morning routines. That was how my morning routine first started off. And then from there, I created the five by five, which was, again, five minutes of gratitude, a five minutes minute with Maxwell. It wasn't really ever five minutes. Uh, five minutes of meditate, uh, of breathing, because I, I wasn't able to meditate back then. My brain would go everywhere. Still does sometimes because I haven't done like good meditations in a while. But um, so it would be pray, then it would be like minute with Maxwell, or it would be like pray and then breath work. So then I'd put on a playlist that was nice, calm and chill, close my eyes and just practice one of the breathing rhythms that I've taught my clients to calm down. (sighs) 
I do like five, five, seven breathing, right? And all I would do was focus on my breath and close my eyes and put a timer on for five minutes. And anytime I would think of anything else other than my breath, I would just yeet that thought out of my head. And that's how I learned how to not dwell on negative thoughts. Because if you can close your eyes, not even meditate, just focus on one thing, which is your breathing. And every time anything other than your breath work comes into your head, you just kind of push it out. Not now. So you're breathing. What am I making for dinner? Not now. Breathe in. I wonder if the dog's pooped. Not now. And just keep doing that to the point where eventually your brain is going to become like this like um, fortress around your thoughts, right? And nothing's going to be able to come in. That is one of the techniques that changed the game for me. So breath work is not just breathing, but it's just focusing on your breath. Because what you did was you controlled something for five minutes. It was in your hands, in your complete control. And that gives you a sense of accomplishment and it gives you a sense of confidence. So breath work was part of my morning routine and it also helped me be able to get the mindset that helped me stay focused when I later added meditations to my morning routine. So now I've got breath work in here. I've got gratitude. Um, I've got my mental rehearsal. Uh, what else did I have in there? I can't even remember now. It's like Minute Maxwell, breathing, prayer, gratitude, something like that, right? And so it has evolved over time. Then eventually I started being able to meditate. So I would throw meditations in there, but those get long, like 10, 15, 20 minutes. So I can't do those every day. And then I realized that I'm going live all the time. I'm speaking at Toastmasters. I'm speaking in Clubhouse. I'm speaking, like I'm doing a lot of speaking. I better make sure I'm getting poured into. So I got to read, right? So then I added 10 minutes of reading to my morning routine. And now lo and behold, my morning routine is like a whole ass hour and that made me have to get up way earlier and that was cool but like also I need to sleep and and I've got a lot going on so instead of throwing my hands in the air like oh I can't do my whole hour of breath work meditation mental rehearsal visualization gratitudes affirmations talking to God yeah instead of just like losing my shit that I couldn't do it which is what a lot of you guys do when you start your workout plans or when you start something new, you can't take one little tiny thing changing. So you just throw your hands in the air like it's over. It's over forever. It doesn't have to be over forever. Just make some adjustments. So one thing that I did was I started waking up earlier at 4.15 so I can have a full hour to myself before I go on Facebook to start posting in the multiple groups that, hey, the workouts for Zooms are coming on or writing the workouts. Um, or whatever it is. And that worked for a little while. But then I looked up and realized that my work days were starting at 4am and sometimes not ending till 10, which left me zero to no time to enjoy my days off or my time off. There was no time off because waking up at four, I need to be in the bed by 10 to at least get six hours, right? So you can tell how long that lasted. It didn't. Plot twist, it did not. So I gave myself some grace. I now sleep in to about five o'clock again. I have shortened my morning routines up, but one thing that I do is I'll do half my morning routine before I start my workouts with my ladies. And then now that I'm not doing two Zoom workouts a day, I do the other half at the end. But either way, it's getting done. So now my mornings look a little bit like this. Wake up to motivational speeches for like the first 15, 20 minutes of my morning. 
And whatever I'm feeling, like if I feel I need to hop right into gratitude, because sometimes I do, then I'll just start praising God and thanking him at, for sending everything my way, thanking the universe for like just everything um, aligning when I need it to. Um, just pra- just uh, blurting out gratitude, right? Um, and then if I'm still laying there, then I might switch to, okay, well, now it's time to do some meditation or some visualization, mental rehearsals for my day. And I'll do whatever I feel like my spirit needs. But on a more structured day, I wake up to my motivational speeches while I'm brushing my teeth. I'm getting yelled at by Tony Robbins, okay, making my bed. And now I'll grab my journal, open it up and write out my daily intentions, how to, not just a to-do list, but what do I intend to do? I intend to impact one life. I intend to reach out to so and so people. I intend to blah, blah, blah. I intend to be on my calls and be present with my clients and not be spaced out. I intend to be at my kids' games. Those are intentions. And then I write my whys. Why is it important that I show up to my calls present so that my clients can feel supported and that they can get the transformation that they need, that I can be alert, ready, and full of wisdom to give to them? Why is it important that I'm present at Danny's practice so that he knows I really care, right? So now I'm tying my why to to what I want to do and it makes me that much more purposeful for my days. Then I'll write out my gratitudes. I'll write out um, things I'm proud of myself that I did. But my favorite part of my morning routine is my affirmations. So whether I'm doing guided ones online with um, with my girls, I got a couple suggestions if you need them. Or you can go to my TikTok and I did like, I was supposed to do 21 days. I probably did like 11 Anywho, (laughs) I've got a whole bunch of drafts saved of affirmations, but point is like affirmations are my favorite on my wall behind me. I've got some written on my mirror behind me. I've got some written. Sometimes I'll just write out what I know I need to hear and say them out loud. But either way, like that, that is what my morning routine consists of. It is flexible. It changes. Some days it's shorter. Some days it's longer. Some weeks, like when I went out to Hernando Beach this week, I did like a full on hour and a half out there on the dock, on the, on the water with my coffee and my music playing in my journal. It was blissful. It was glorious. So that's why I grind so that in the future, future Bonnie, 10 years from now, I can wake up and have her hour long, two hour long morning routine where she She just gets fed because I'm going to be feeding so many people. You feel me? So I want to challenge you to try it for one week. Try one week of doing a morning routine. You can pick one, two, three, or everything that I mentioned. Affirmations, gratitude, uh, motivational speeches in the morning, a sermon, a quick sermon, um, um, stretching, uh, yoga, meditation, prayer, journaling, anything. Pick like one to three of those things. Try it for one week. And then if you absolutely hate it, then sucks to suck. But if it went great and you notice that your days went different, then try it for two. And if by week two, you're like, oh, this junk slaps. Try three weeks. And if you're really ballsy, go ahead and post a picture. If you're in the Boss Up Fitness community, post it in here. It's hashtag never miss a morning or hashtag morning routines, right? Um, if you post it to your story, tag me at Body by Bonds on Instagram, B-O-D-Y-B-Y-B-O-N-S. Either way, I want to challenge you to start implementing a morning routine and just watch your world change. So 
that was today's podcast. I hope that it blessed you. And guys, keep in mind that I am independent woman all by myself out here in this big little world. So if you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure that you do screenshot it, post it to your stories and tag me on Instagram, tag me on Facebook, share it with a friend, someone that needs this motivation, someone that needs this wisdom. And if you would say, hey, I need this motivation, I need this wisdom and more than just a podcast and you're interested in working with me one-on-one as your life and or fitness coach, send me a DM or click the link in either bio. This is Coach Bonds and it has been another wonderful episode of The Boss Life with Coach Bonds. You guys have an amazing day. Bless up.